So what is Conversations with Coriel all about? It's a weekly series on a wide variety of topics, from the metaphysical to the philosophical, from the erotic to the exotic, from the mystical to the spiritual. It's all about showing you how to enhance your life. And I'll also be showing you ways on how you can enhance your animals' lives too. I'll be joined by host Kevin McDonald. I'm happy to have you here. Now let's have a conversation. And there we all are. You know, I love that cat. I love the the picture of that cat. She, they look so so happy. The one in the opening. Oh, sorry. I was like, <laughs> I mean, I just changed my background, so I never know what the hell is is. I was like, I put a cat up there. Yeah, that was Sammy. Sammy. Beautiful, beautiful little kitty cat. Beautiful little kitty cat. That's Coriel Kramer. And uh, Kayla May is sitting in with us. She's an associate producer of uh, My Independent Report. And uh, we're kind of acclimating her to uh, this this whole thing that we're doing. And it's really exciting. And uh, Coriel tells me that she's extraordinarily busy these days. And it's good to see. Good to hear. It's good to say. (laughs) (laughs) It's really good to say, you know, I've never said this before in my entire career that I'm like, I got a waiting list and it, it's wonderful. And people are excited about the, the um, people are excited about the, the work and they're thrilled about the work and they want to do the work. And it's like, yeah, baby, that's what I've been wanting. They should be thrilled about doing the work because you're going above and beyond in, in, in an amazing way because you're walking them through the beginning all the way through the end. And it's like a 10 week program, isn't it? Oh, it's anywhere between five. No, no, unless you've previously worked with me with the dynamics. Um, I don't do less than five weeks because we're building momentum and it takes a while and five weeks is usually about the minimum, you know, cause I'm teaching you, you know, not only am I helping with unwanted behaviors in animals and showing people how to connect to their personality and their sexuality and all this other kind of stuff, but I'm also working with, with animals who have unwanted behaviors, uh, emotional issues, uh, trauma, drama. So what we need is we need to, to have that time. So now we have time to work together. So nobody's rushing anything. It's just great. Plus I'm also teaching the, my clients the dynamics. So how to talk to their animal, touch their animal, interact with their animal, play with their animal. It's really cool. I think it's really important too, that you're building relationships so that you're getting to know these people and their work habits and how it works. And you can, uh, <laughs> by the end of, I imagine week three, week four, week five or 10, you are in a position where you can call baloney on people who are not, uh, and, and help them get to get straight and narrow and in, in the right direction. I really call people baloney in the, first week. <laughs> and that's what the possibility call is all about. When I do a possibility in, in, in intake call with people, I want to know, I want to feel, not only am I giving them a chance to find out who I am as a person. And if I resonate with them, they got to resonate with me. If I don't feel like you're going to put in the work, you know, hit the road, Jack. You know, I don't, I, not that I, you're a bad person, but I, I need people. You cannot expect me to do all this work. I can't be with your animal. I can't unless you want to fly me out at once a week or every day to your animal. That's fine. If you want to fly me out, I'm yours. <laughs> I will do your work. Okay. I will do the work for you. Okay. But you got to fly me out first class. <laughs> both ways. Both, both ways. Yeah, absolutely. Every single time. <laughs> and I'm not going to say that's probably not going to happen because when I start having the big wig, you know, clients, I'm hoping that they are going to fly me out wherever they are. But also, even then, it's your animal. If you want your animal to help your animal, you got to put in the work because once I walk out that door and I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> you know. You know, I see you um, at one point being flown to that private island by that multimillionaire guy who is who's, who's got a couple of animals that he wants you to work with. I, I see that happening. So that's that's it's, in, it's incredible work. It really is, and I can't wait until um, I get 
done with the process of really um, keeping this information safe. And then once I do that, then, you know, the books are going to start and things like that there. So I'm really excited. Speaking of being excited, I'm excited for the topic today yes. because it is something that I think we all, I, I, I don't know anybody who doesn't do this. I think we, we all have a less than perfect opinion of ourselves and not being egotistical, but I think that a lot of us have taken on stories from our past and from what other people have said, mm -hmm. we have trouble getting through. So you, you tell us about what we're going to talk about today. So we're going to talk about healing self-deprecation and why it's important, what it is, why it's important, a little bit about my history with it. And an easy technique I came up with uh, a while ago that I did myself. You know, I always do all my techniques on myself. I don't just, you know, splurt them out and expect you, you guys to be my guinea pigs. I'm the guinea pig. And I had incredible results with this still to this day, and I do it. So what's self-deprecation? Basically, it's belittling. Okay, whether it's yourself or others, you deprecate something, you're belittling it, the importance of it, and what it brings to the world. You know, you're saying that it's not important. You're saying that it's, it's you know, something that is um, crap. <laughs> you're, you're devaluing everything. You know, you're de devaluing it. So when you do it to yourself, you're devaluing yourself. You're taking away your self-worth. You're, you you devalue what you're worth and what you bring to this world many times because somebody else showed you how to do it. So, you know, you're, you're putting yourself into what they think and their opinion. And, you know, you're devaluing who you are, what you bring to this world, the importance of your life. So today what I want to do is I'm going to show you how to take your value back and your worth back. So the first thing is it starts with wanting to change. You cannot change unless you're willing to. You got to get to the point where you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. You can't say, well, you know, uh, you know, I'm not really, I'm not really ready to, to do it. And cut. you can't do it half-assed. You yeah, well, maybe kind of sort of, kind of sort of ready to go, like go, kind of sort of. No, no, no. You got to be full Monty. You got to be willing to change, and that's okay if you're not. Maybe you need to percolate or simmer a little bit more in your self, you know, deprecation. Whatever. If you need to do that, you need to do that. You know, it's everybody's time is different, but at first, you have to want to change. Because there's a few things. You get addicted to feeling bad. We get addicted to feeling bad. That's you know, we, we, <laughs> we get addicted to feeling sorry for ourselves. Poor me. Poor me. Oh, I never got a loving uh, relationship with my parents. Oh, uh, my mom was mean to me. My mom's boyfriend was mean to me. Uh, you know, my kids, the kids were mean to me in school. Okay, yes, I get it. Okay, I do. I'm not belittling that. But what I'm saying is, is that at some point, you got to stop using that as the marinade for your self-worth. You got to start saying, I'm getting out of this marinade. I'm going to go over here where, you know, in the field of roses and start smelling that shit as opposed to sitting in this marinade of shit that you've had all your life. It's time to say goodbye to it, which is why you have to get to the point where you're sick and tired of being sick and tired of being, you know, unworthy. You know, victimhood can uh, be addicting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a saying that I love. There are no victims. There are only volunteers. <laughs> now, I'm not saying people, you know, people immediately go, well, what about a rape victim or what about a child abuse victim? It's like, yes, okay? But after a point, you have to get out of that victim mentality because you're volunteering then to give over your power to that person. You have to say to yourself at one point, I can't do this anymore. I am taking my power back. Yes, this happened to me. However, it made me the person I am today. I love the person I am today, ipso facto. 
at some point you get to the point where you accept that and you make peace with that and you say, that is a part of who I am. Was it awful? Yes. However, it still made me who I am. So I can't say that it's bad. I can't say that it's good. It's only a part of my history, but it's a history. We have to let it go. We can't keep on going in history because then it repeats itself. We keep going on and on and on about this and we have to let it go. You know, my mother-in-law had that problem her entire life. She was adopted. So suddenly because she was adopted, it was nobody loves me. Uh, everybody hates me and I, I'm worthless because my mother didn't love me and I was adopted. Turns out they found out she was a 16 year old girl in 1930 that was, uh, that got pregnant. And in those days it wasn't acceptable. So she ended up going, they, and it became a, a, a horrible event for the mom. And, but, and so she never accepted that she took, yeah. and she, and she actually wore her victimhood like a badge. Yep. And yeah. that's terrible. It it's it's very exhausting being around a person who is constantly thinking <clears throat> they're a victim or not worthy enough or not because then they're constantly looking to you to raise them up. I'm an uplifter, okay? I will uplift a conversation, I will uplift a person as much as I can, but I'm not, I will hold out my hand for you. And you've heard me say this in other episodes. I've, I will hold out my hand for you, but it's up to you to grab it. And I can't drag you out of whatever crap you're in. You got to help me take you out of there, you know, and you got to be willing to, to move. And if you're not, I can't, I can't make you do anything. I can't make an animal do anything. I can't make a human being do anything. It's up to you. Ultimately it's free will. So what starts happening is, you know, you you start feeling like you're not worthy because at some point we think that it's easier to be meaning just, just go with the flow. Just go with the flow. Don't rock the boat. I just, I don't want to change. I don't want to change. It's too hard. So you'd rather be, then change and become you'd rather just you know it's 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 like and i get it you know it it seems like it's daunting but this is why i love this technique i'm going to show you because it's so powerful it's so easy it takes two minutes it takes literally two minutes every day so what happens is is that what what we start to do is we become addicted to the victimhood we become addicted to feeling bad we start looking at other people to value, validate us, making their opinions more important than our opinion of ourselves. Your, your opinion of you is the most important opinion in the entire world for every single person. You're with yourself 24-7, 365 days a year, 366 during the leap year. But this is what I'm talking about. It's like you want to be, imagine just imagine being with somebody, being shackled to somebody who is constantly, constantly, I'm not good enough. I can't do it. I not do it. I'm not, I'm ugly. I'm 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 fat. I'm 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 um my my face is too thin. My face is too fat. My hair is too straight. My hair is too curly. But you would be ready to fucking hack your arm off. <laughs> to get away from this person after the first 20 minutes. Okay. That's that's true. You got an entire lifetime with this person. So what's going on in here is really super important because words have power. You got to realize that words have power. They cast spells in your life. Okay, why do the why do you think they call it spelling? Okay, become aware of what the magic is that you're casting in your life. So I it's really important for you to start to become aware of what's going on back here. When you make a mistake, what happens? Do you say, whoops, I made a mistake? Or do you say, Whoa, look what I manifested? Or Do you go into a tirade for the next three days of, oh my God, I can't believe how stupid I am. I can't believe I did that. I did that. That was so idiotic. Oh my God. I can't believe I said that. I shouldn't have said that. Why did I say that? I don't know. I should have said this. This is what I should have said, you know? And it's like, no, no, 
You got to get out of, start becoming aware of the words that are going on behind the scenes. I had, I had somebody recently say, I'm just so stupid. And I said, I'm banning that word from your vocabulary. You're not allowed to use that anymore. Right, Kayla? Yeah. <laughs> Good. I still slip up. My bad. Of course. <laughs> of course. And that's okay. You read, this is, you're retraining your brain. Mm -hmm. Okay. What's your little girl's name, Kayla? Araya. Okay. So Araya, you know, she's like, she's, she, you know, before we got on, on the show, she's like climbing all over the place. She's like, hi, look at what I got. I got this. Look at this. Look at this. And I'm like, you know, and that's, she doesn't have that. I'm not awesome. Right. Kids think that they're awesome. <laughs> they do. They're like, <laughs> you know, it's like they're the gymnast from like, you know, like the American gymnast from the Olympics where they, ah! you know, and but, so we come in knowing how amazing we are. We come in, think about this. We come in knowing how amazing we are. There's no doubt. If you asked her, what do you think of yourself? She would say, I'm awesome. <laughs> or something like that. She would. Okay. We are taught, taught to hate ourselves. We are taught that we're not good enough. We are taught that we, we need to belittle ourselves and keep ourselves down. Tone yourself down. Don't be so much. Don't be so big. Shh, quiet. Be nice. You know, all this kind of crap, we're taught this. So you're retraining your brain to go back to when you were your daughter's age. That didn't happen overnight. Okay. So when you, when you mess up and you will, okay. When you mess up, just say, you know something, I'm retraining my brain yeah. and don't stop. Don't give up. That's the thing. That's why I was like, it's really important. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about this in a second, but it's really important to set an intention as opposed to make an oath with yourself, swear to yourself, promise yourself, because you are going to, you're retraining your brain. You're going to fuck up. So what happens is, is that give yourself permission to fuck up and say, you know something, I'm just going to set the intention. An intention can always be you know, revamped and reworded and redone. Okay, we're going to do it again. I'm setting my intention again, light and breezy. Because when you say, oh, I promised myself I wasn't going to do that. I broke my promise. Psh, I might as well just stop. Just give it up. Just give up. It's too hard. So if you set the intention, it'll be a lot better, you know? So for me, it's like the self-hatred journey <laughs> was... Um, a long road. <laughs> so, I mean, it just, it, it became this, um, I became really, really good at, at, um, at self-deprecation. Um, I figured that I would do it and I get so good at it. I could do it before anybody else did it. That was my goal. I didn't want to hear it coming from anybody else's mouth. So I decided I was going to get really, really good at doing it. So I would laugh at myself before anybody else did. And I'd say, you know, criticize myself before anybody else could. Well, you know, I think we all do that, don't we? I, to some, to oh, one yeah. degree or another. But it's I, but looking at you today, I can't believe that you ever were uh, self-deprecating. Oh. oh, yeah. I'm still, I still fight it. I still fight it sometimes. I'm still challenged with it. But, you know, not nearly as much. It, it got to the point where, I mean, I was, it was a point where I was in a, I was in a field of a career at that time that was very, very judgmental. I was modeling. Um, I was modeling in Europe. I was modeling here. And it's really critical. Okay. I mean, the weight, the, the, my hair was not like this. Okay. They would not accept hair like this. So I had to straighten my hair. I had to straighten my walk. I had to make sure that I was, you know, I kept myself to a certain weight, kept myself to a certain fitness because that's what you had to do. 
you know, make sure that your face didn't break out and all this kind of stuff. You eat the right food. So you, you know, all this kind of stuff. It was crazy. So I got very, very good at hating myself. I could criticize myself to the point where it's like, I was, and I talked about this in another episode. I lived in New York City. I grew up in New York City, not Brooklyn, the island of Manhattan, <laughs> okay? Everything is a reflective surface. Right. Everything. And I would walk by everything and I would criticize myself. I got so good at it, I could do it 30, 40 times in two blocks in seconds, seconds. And I was proud of myself because I could do it. I was proud of myself because I thought, see, I'm being honest with myself. I wasn't being honest with myself. I was putting a mirror up that other people had put up years ago and, 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 you know, modeling myself, you know, to that aspect of what I, they thought that I should look like or be like, or talk like, you know? So, you know, it got really, really good. You get really, really good at this. You know, and that's where I'm saying it becomes almost like an addiction. It I got addicted to that feeling of self-criticism and deprecation because I felt it fueled me to be better. It's twisted. It's all it's all twisted up, you know? And then one day I made a decision that I was sick and tired of being a self-hater. I was done with it. It's exhausting. Do you know? I mean, it's exhausting. I made uh, an intention for myself that I would do anything. I would do anything not to bash myself. Okay. And, and I always remembered my, my intention and I would, sometimes I would have to reiterate my intention because I would forget. It's so you make a habit of self deprecating and then you change it with the habit of self-respecting. Before you leave that, I wanted to mention one thing. If you're a parent out there, I'm speaking from personal experience. Do not say and do not pick out the, the one thing that your child hasn't done well enough because you don't want them to get a big head. Like my 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 significant uh, uh, relative was was that way. She would she would no matter what you did, she would find some fault with it so that. You wouldn't get a big head and thought you were everything. Well, I think you should think you're everything, don't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, hell yeah. Now, not to the point where you make other people, you know, feel like they're not worthy. No. I'm the best. No, I'm I'm not the best. I'm awesome. I'm unique. There's no other Coriel in the world. There's no other Kayla in the world. There's no other Kevin McDonald in the world. Yay. Celebrate that. No other, even if you had a twin, whatever, they're still separate, separate personalities, maybe some, some, some similarities. Yes, but you're still separate individuals. There's no two people that are the same. That's amazing. That tells you that God doesn't make mistakes. God, goddess, Henry, you know, Buddha, you know, Kuan Yin, I don't care what you call it, but the the divine doesn't make mistakes. It doesn't. Now, what you do with that gift, whether you want to become a serial killer or a serial, you know, a a, a serial eater, it doesn't matter. (laughs) You know, that's up to you. That's up to you. That's free will. That's free will. People say, oh, the devil made me do it. No, no. No, no, you did it. You did it. Own it. (laughs) Own it. But what I'm saying is, is that when you come in, you are a God gifted being. You're divine. You are still a divine. You know, it's what you do with it, though. You know, that we have to, you know, just say that's 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 on you, man. (laughs) or woman that's on you okay so it first starts with making your intention okay that's why i don't use i love intention setting intention setting is using a word and customizing it for you using phrases that customize it for you so for example i set the intention that i'm going to begin today to be my own best friend 
And that's the technique I'm going to be telling you and showing you in a second. I'm going to, I set the intention that starting today, I am going to be as kind to myself as I possibly can. That could be anything. What does that mean? That means talking to yourself, becoming aware of the words you use, how you allow others to talk to you. Mm. <laughs> you know, a little close to home there, Tets, I'm afraid. Uh-huh. How you allow others to talk to you, how you then take what others have said about you and twist that and make that, oh, they really meant this, or they really meant that. Or, you know, it's come on. How how you how you allow how do you allow the um you know your your clients to deal with you and to to interact with you how do you set boundaries are you setting boundaries healthy boundaries are you are you releasing the the minefield of the crap in your mind and the words in your mind so one thing you could start to do this is one technique that you can start with that's going to show you again in a non-critical way, just becoming aware of what's going on behind the mind, set a timer for 20 seconds. Go and stand in front of a mirror for 20 seconds. Okay? This is called the mirror, mirror on the wall technique that I've developed. Okay? So the mirror used to be the bane of my resistance, uh, my existence. Like I said, all reflective surfaces, I hated them. I hated them. I couldn't walk by without checking myself, my hair, my criticizing everything, my clothes, the whole nine yards. Okay. So what it is, is that first you look at the reflection, set the timer, look at the reflection, stand in it for 20 seconds and look into it and see if you can notice only your assets at that time. And if you criticize yourself in any amount of that 20 seconds, boop, you have to stop the timer and start it again. <laughs> now what this does is this starts, you start to become aware of what's going on here. You slow your mind down enough. So you start to say, Whoa, I just criticized that one eye is bigger than the other. Ooh, I got to start again. Okay. Oh, I just criticized my freckles. Mm, Got to start again. <laughs> you know, and it's like, okay, what, what are my assets? What are my assets? What are my assets? So you do this three or four times and see what happens. This is going to start to become, you're going to start to become aware of where your buttons are that you press. Well, and some of us could stand up there for a couple of hours because we can't let 20 seconds go. <laughs> Kayla's one uh, that you can't let 20 seconds go by. Yeah, without. but you got you to gotta focus on and you got to say, I'm not just going to stare at my reflection because that's open season. You know, that's <laughs> wabbit season. Okay. What you got, what you got to do is you got to stay. I'm going to stand here and only see my assets. What are something that, what is something that I like about myself? What are some things that I like about myself? Ooh. And if you really want to challenge yourself and get really, really good, stand in front of a full length mirror. <clears throat> yeah, baby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> No, this is, it's actually good because we get scared, but then we realize that this is, the more you do it, the more you realize, wait a minute, these are old tapes. How long have I been playing this old tape on myself? My ass is too flat. You know, my knees are too knobby. Damn, man, I used to say that when I was 12 years old. And then you say to yourself, no, I've been saying that since I was eight. No, it's time for me to stop and let this go. You know, you start to become aware of how old these stories are that you've been telling yourself. And that's a good thing because then you reveal them. You take the, you take the, 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 the stigma out of it. You take the, the, the cloth off of it and you're like, okay, you shine the light on it. And when you shine the light on something that you've been keeping in the dark, it starts to wither unless it's something positive and then it starts to grow. So, 
that's 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 really a sound advice. So at what point in that little exercise do you stand in front of the full length mirror buck naked? Hmm, that's an interesting thing. Whenever it feels right to you. And again, understand and give yourself permission for anything to bubble up to the surface that comes up to the surface. We have a tendency to bubble to push everything down. You push everything down, that's not good. So, okay, you have cellulite on your thighs. Okay, yes, that is what it is, okay? But do I take that ball and run with it like it's like I'm a, a you know, a red skin on the field? Or do I freaking just say, you know something? I'm going to just punt this sucker and just go for it. And it's not mine anymore. Yes, okay, this is it. But you know something? It's all right. I also have this aspect. I have this asset. I have this asset. And then if you, when you feel like you're, you're building your self-worth and you can stand in the mirror and criticize yourself more and, and criticize yourself less than you, you, you uplift yourself, you uplift yourself more than you criticize yourself, then... You can go to the, the the things that you were before and work on them. It's about retraining your brain and it's about relearning self-acceptance and your awesomeness. Kids don't look at themselves and say, oh, my hair is so cute. <laughs> they don't care about that. We They're taught that. You know, yeah. they don't care about, oh, my, my arm is a little flabby. They're kids. They don't give a shit. We learn this because we have this society that puts so much that puts so much worth on on beauty. And I understand. I get it. You know, I dress up. I do my thing. I got my makeup on and stuff like that. There because you know, whatever. You know, it's professional for me. It's professional. But I don't do it because I think I'm covering up something ugly. I'm enhancing what I already got and, and doing what I need to do to make myself feel good. I don't do it for anybody else. I like it for myself. So there you go. Mm -hmm. And there's, if you, if you dress up, if you dress nice, if you take care of yourself and comb your hair and stuff like that, you can feel good about yourself. Mm -hmm. Rather, so, than, Yeah. Yeah. So there are some things becoming your own best friend. This is what I'm going to tell you. This is the technique I'm going to go up into next. So, that's 100% an inside job, meaning you can't look to anybody else to do it. This is up to you, all right? You have to notice how you're talking to yourself in your mind, be supportive, loving, and let go of the critical and the judginess. So think about how you describe yourself, words you use. What are words that you use to describe yourself? Do you call yourself, I'm awesome? Or do you say, eh, I'm all right, eh. You know, do you make a joke of yourself before other people can do it? You know, start sure. becoming aware of things. Ta start thinking and seeing and looking at the people, the peeps. Are your peeps the problem? Meaning the people around you, how do they treat you? If they, if they support you the way you support them, great. If they don't, you might want to ask yourself, is this person important in my life? Do they talk to you in a supportive way or do they talk to you like you're, you're stupid, a uh, piece of crap, you know, uh, beneath them? I've had friends in my life that I've had to let go of because it's like, you know, no, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not putting a bushel over my light to make you feel better. I'm not making myself less to make you feel more. So if you like that, great. If you don't like that, there's the door. You know, was it painful? Absolutely. But you have to ask yourself, are your peeps the problem? Okay. Lastly, doing meditations for, you know, like your third chakra, your heart chakra, giving yourself love and respect, you know, saying no without apologizing. Ooh, that's a big one. No, or an explanation. I, I can't do this. Why? I can't do this because I'm no, no. I got a question. I got a question for you. It just struck me. Why is it that you might have friends 
who who will talk down to you or will criticize you just because is that because of their inadequacies then they are then sharing that with you to bring themselves up and you back to their level is what what's the psychology behind that do you have any idea i think there's a lot of reasons i think number one it it, there could be because they're feeling bad and they may it makes them them feel better to belittle you and demean you um and then they can see how much better they are than you um there's also the addiction factor where there is people on the other side you're addicted to the friends who treat you the way you think you should be treated oh there is that um then there's also the fact that you have friends in your life that you think they're more popular than you so you got to take their bullshit because you know you want to be popular you know it's like it's i mean i've i've let go of a lot of friends recently you know that are just like you know are very popular in this town and i'm just like yeah but i'm not it's nothing against them. It's just, I don't jive with the energy. I don't jive with it. And I'm just like, I don't, I want to be around people who I don't have to stroke their fucking egos, excuse my French, st stroke their egos to make them feel better. You know, oh my God, you're so talented. You're so creative. You're talented. You're really talented. You really think so? Really? 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 You really, really think so? What do you think of this? Do you think this is okay? It's like, dude, I don't have time, okay? If you're going to pay me to stroke your ego, fine, maybe, okay? But it's going to have to be a lot of money, okay? And it, I, I charge by the stroke. <laughs> so, you know, I don't have time. You're amazing artists. And if my saying that helps you, that's great. But don't live off what I'm telling you. Because you need to live off what you're telling, what I'm telling you, what you're telling yourself. That's what you have to live off of. So, okay. So the technique, it is called being your own best friend. It is super easy, but it takes a willingness. It's not hard. It's surprisingly simple, but doing it was one of the most powerful, empowering, and challenging experiences that I've gone through. Challenging, okay? All I ask is that you give it time to unfold 30 days. Give it 30 days, okay? 30 days, two minutes a day for 30 days. Come on, come on. You can do that. You can do that. Give yourself a chance to experience and stay with it. So what you're going to need is you're going to need a pad and paper. Usually I tell people, don't write it on a tablet or something else like that. It's really important to write it down and see it. You're going to need that pad and paper. So in the morning, every morning upon waking up, all right, what you're going to do before you put your feet on the floor is say this statement or something that sounds like it. Today, I promise to be my own best friend. I will stand up for me. I will not judge me. I will not criticize me or belittle me, nor will I allow anyone else to do it. Instead, I set my intention to talk and give myself constant loving support or something that sounds like that. Okay. You're making, you're setting your intention and your magic for the day. And when you say it, feel every word as you speak them. This is sacred. This is making an intention and spelling <clears throat> for your day. So it's a sacred intention that you're making. It's not something you're to be taken lightly. The same willingness you had to, to make the intention and live by these words as a best friend on the outside. Okay. So you're taking, you're setting this intention to be your own best friend. You do this to your best friends. You don't tell them they're a piece of shit unless you're a real asshole. But you don't tell them you're a piece. You support them. You love them. You, you, you encourage them. You got to do that for yourself. So this is what you're doing for others. You're going to take this and do this for yourself. Now, there are going to be challenging times, okay? Because <laughs> you're reteaching yourself this. 
So the challenging part is remembering the intention as you go throughout your day, because you you screw up. This is, so this is why I'm saying don't use the word promise, because you go, oh, I promised myself. Oh, well, there goes that promise right out the freaking window. I'm going to just forget about it. Jesus, I'm such a piece of shit. I can't believe I did that. I can't believe. Don't use this to beat yourself up. Okay, don't use my technique to beat yourself up. I will find you and I will hurt you. <laughs> All right. So setting the intention and remembering you're going to screw up throughout the day, you know, and remembering, hey, wait a minute. I set that intention this morning that I was going to be good to myself and gentle with myself and, and non-judgmental of myself and love myself, supporting myself. Simply stop. And say, wait a minute, I made that, that intention. I'm going to go back to that intention right now. What would I say to my best friend in this situation? It's okay. You mistakes happen. Let it go. It's no big deal. Okay, so then say that to yourself. Who? What would you say to a person you truly love in that situation? You'd be supportive. Of course you would be. You wouldn't tell them, Jesus Christ, I can't believe you did that. What a fuck up that was. Ah, woo, woo, that was bad. You screwed up. Woo, I mean, really bad. I mean, woo, it stinks in here because it, it smells so bad. You know, it's like, oh, man, you know? So this is a way to retrain your brain, your brain okay? Um, it's, a, it's a way for you to get good with yourself and to really and truly put this you're building momentum. So when when uh, 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 when you roll a ball down the hill, a ball doesn't just start off going like 60,000 miles an hour. It's got to build momentum, okay? So that hopefully maybe halfway through, maybe like 50, day 15, you really get into this. And it becomes a habit. And you're like, okay, now we're retraining. Because usually the brain takes about takes usually anywhere between 15 to 20 days for your brain to retrain itself. Okay. So you're building momentum. Think about that ball going down the hill. Okay. Um, what else do I want to say? There's the intention is something that is super important, but it's also something that's flexible. So you can say, okay, you know, I had that intention. It was my intention. It was absolutely my intention when I said it. I'm going back to the intention now because I screwed up or I made an oopsie or whatever. So you're going to go throughout your day and notice stuff. Notice how people act to you. Notice how you act towards people. Notice how you act in situations. Just notice about what's going on with you. And then here's where the magic really happens, okay? In the evening... You're going to find that notepad before you go to sleep. Usually I tell people to, it's a good time because you're, you're sitting and you're relaxing and you're about to go to, to, to bed. So it's a good time for you to process stuff without overthinking it too much. So find the notepad. And at the top of the notepad, I want you to write, or at the top of page, I want you to write positive things I see in me. And just before you go down, go to sleep, write one word, one word, not a whole sentence, not a paragraph, not a whole page, one word, okay? One that describes a particular positive aspect of yourself that you saw during the day. Were you kind? Were you inspiring? Were you peaceful? Were you, and remember that, and it has to be something that you experienced during that day. That's super important. Why? Because it makes it real. You can't dispute it. Somebody told me on Facebook today, I inspired them. I'm inspiring. Inspiring. And you can remember that. You put, you will put that word to that memory and that solidifies it. Powerful, powerful. One word, that's all you need to do. 
Somebody called me yesterday because somebody uh, sent me a message on Facebook and they called me their Shiro, not a hero, a Shiro, because that's for women. So Shiro, put Shiro on that thing because somebody actually called me that and I remember that. So don't use a word your mind calls bullshit. So if, if you know, you go to the bank, okay, and you put, you deposited money. Okay, great. That's deposited. I, uh, I uh, um, deposited or, or abundance or prosperity. Don't call yourself a millionaire. Your mind is good unless you're a millionaire. But unless you got those 10 or however many zeros after that one, don't call yourself a millionaire because your mind is going to scream bullshit. And that takes away the positive aspect of that experience. Only choose one word that actually happened that day. Now, as we go through the technique, you see yourself building a powerful list. All right. Powerful lists of of, of incidences you cannot dispute because they actually happened. And you're paying attention. So you right. saw it happen. Right. As opposed to just saying, you know, this is what, you know, people like, and there's nothing wrong, but self-motivational speakers say, write down a positive aspect of yourself. Bah, bah, bah. Well, I'm, I'm nice. And oh, I like my fingers and, it's like, yeah, but this is, this is, you, you're not, you're not putting it with something that actually happened. When you put it with something that actually happened, that's where the freaking magic comes in. Think about it. It makes you undisputable that that word really does describe you. Undisputable. So you're going to have, what's going to happen is you're going to, you're building a list of words that are actually describing you, that are positive. So at the end of the 30 days, if you want to, you could do once in the morning. If you want to, if you had a dream and you're, you're, you're like a warrior or something, oh yeah, warrior, okay, I had a dream, warrior. But what's best is if you do it and you look at your day because that's more solid. We're, we're a physical being. We're physical beings. So when we see something, actually, then we believe it. We should really believe before, and then we'll see it. But we, seeing is believing. So this is going to calm your mind down because your logical mind is going to be like, you know, you're fighting your logical mind when you use somebody else's positive aspects for you, you know? And, and, and what happens is a lot of times it doesn't work and people think it's their fault. When it's not, you can't use Tony Robbins' positive aspects for yourself because that's fine for Tony Robbins. That's not good for you. It might not work for you. And then you start thinking you're fucking up. And you're not fucking up. You just need to use the words that really describe who you are. So that's why being your own best friend, using these words. So at the end of 30 days, you are going to have a list of 30 undisputable words that you can use to describe yourself. That's a gift. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So, Kayla, what do you think? That's a challenge accepted. <clears throat> I think I'm, I'm, I might just try this 30 day challenge, you know? Well, you, then, I then, probably should. Can't it's hurt. So easy. It's so easy, you know? You're a bright light, Kayla. I see your I see you shining through. Your 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 essence just shines right through. Okay. And in order for you to shine even more, and if this technique does that for you, and it's so easy. Now, I'm not saying it's not challenging because what happens is is that as you go, as you go, as you go. You, you're using words you might not have used before, and then you might get to the point where you really have to think and take your day apart and find a word that you haven't used before, because ideally that's what you want. You want a word you have not used before that describes you. So limber, you know, uh, flexible, 
You know, it, you really have to take your day apart and really think about it. And then you'll find your word. But then when you find that word and it, the, the harder and more challenging it is, the more it actually feels more good to you because you're really having to pick your part your day. And you're like, ah, yeah, see, I forgot about that part, <laughs> you know, and it's just 30 days, two minutes a day. I think it takes two minutes at the most. You got to say your intention in the morning, whatever that is, to make that intention that you, you're going to be good to yourself that day. And then you write down a word. Boop, that's it. And so what have you agreed to, to do this, my dear Kayla? Me? I mean, I'll, I'll do a 30-day jot of this, but I can't start. Well, let's do it starting July. Do it when you're ready. And then you'll come back. Starting in July. Then you come back on the show after 30 days of doing that, and you can and we can discuss it. And uh, and in a dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> so, by the way, King uh, um, Coriel, how does somebody get a hold of you if they would like to work with you down the road? Just uh, go to my website, uh, which is my first name and my last name, and uh, .com. Fill out the contact form for either animal work or people work, and we're bada bing, bada boom. We'll schedule a possibility call. I love how you do that. Bada bing, bada boom. That's because you're from the East Coast. The bada bing, bada boom is the Italian, East Coast Italian version of uh, the English version of Bob's your uncle. <laughs> oh, awesome. I think. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, Kayla, is there anything you'd like to say before we wrap up this particular episode? Thank you for having me on. <laughs> oh, you're you're more than welcome. Anytime. See, with Coriel, it's very, very helpful because she is so talented at what she does that she can help everybody that listens take care of themselves and get to, into a little better space. And I love, by the way, you always come up with a bumper sticker, which was, I'll just be rather than become. I love that. That that would be a that would be a good T-shirt. It's it's easier not to bend, you know, and then it is to become. Yes, so that, that's that's awesome. So, uh, thank you very much, my dear. By the way, um, if you stay on this channel, um, uh, Dana Parker is coming up next from the Inner World Movement, and we're going to talk to her in a few moments. And uh, and uh, but this is my favorite hour of the week so i thank you thank you it's my favorite hour of the week too or one of them yeah <laughs> <laughs> i will leave that right where it is so so any any anything you'd like to say at, at the end of the at the end of the thing coriel anything you'd like to add just be good to yourself really try this okay if you if 30 days is too long give it 10 days and see what happens and if it feels still good after 10 days do another 10 days and then do the mirror thing without criticism, just as it is. Just be good to yourself. And if you're just joining us now, which several people are, and uh, you can go to either Coriel Kramer's uh, YouTube page or my YouTube page, and this will be downloaded mm -hmm. almost instantly so you can uh, listen to it almost immediately. And uh, that will be helpful. So, ladies, thank you very much. It's been great having you here. Kayla, I'll see you in a few. Coriel, I'll see you next week. And you always come up with something great to talk about. I love it. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.